Welcome to Lunch and Lead Gen Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Sue Dayhill, a founder of Work Smarter Digital. In this podcast, I interview successful business owners that have figured out their lead generation systems that bring them steady and predictable revenue, which is so important. And what do I mean by lead generation? It, it is how your business attracts new leads, nurtures them, and converts them into paying clients. So I'd like you to meet my guest today, who is Karen Q, founder of Scale the Limit. (laughs) Karen provides mindful weight loss for successful women and entrepreneurs using real food that, that really works into your busy lifestyle. And I did this earlier this year myself, my husband and I, um, and we both lost weight and it worked like nothing else. And I love the way that Karen runs her business, um, does her lead gen. I've been watching her for a while, so I thought she'd be a great guest today. So Karen, are you ready to get behind the scenes of your lead generation system? I am ready, Mary Sue. It is a pleasure to be here, and nothing makes me more exciting than talking about systems. (laughs) I know, you're my system sister. (laughs) So I like to start out with knowing, are you a cat or a dog person or other dog all the way very soon <laughs> what kind of dog do you have well you know for a long time like 16 years we had a black lab so that's a big dog yeah. and then um she passed away and it took us a while but now we've got like we're tiny dog owners so. oh me too what kind so we've got two we have um uh about a 12 pound multi-poo and she's <laughs> nuts and then we have her mini me which is uh, a maltese and a shih tzu mixed oh together <laughs> that sounds yeah. like fun i'm a little dog family too and you can you can't have one little dog you have to have two <laughs> well, we had one for quite a while and then we got our second one as a covid dog so you know i didn't get through that but my husband was like insistent that well i don't even know we were all home right and he's like our other dog needs a friend <laughs> okay <laughs> but it's been great it's been a great adventure <laughs> yeah i do think two dogs are they really play together and um, at least ours do. They're brothers. So we got them at the same time. It does make it easier and they're fun. They, they run after each other. It's crazy. So um, I'd love to know a little bit more about what you do. I mean, I feel like I introduced you really well and you nail um, your introduction. <laughs> Thank you. But how do you really help people with their weight loss? I mean, that's just a challenge for everyone, including myself. Well, it's not just about weight loss. It really is about the maintenance journey as well. And everybody goes through these cycles in their life. And I specialize in helping people that have been through a lot of those cycles. I'm one of those people that has gone through a lot of those cycles. And what I mean is, you know, it's yo-yo dieting. We're up, we're down. Um, We're like, we're really going to do it this time. (laughs) It's January 1st. We're going to kill the new year right and then what happens we think perfection is required and then we start getting a little bit off the journey and you know sometimes we're more successful than other times and honestly it's not about how many times you fall it's about how many times you get up oh, i love that and, and honestly you know i focus on successful women because we're the ones that need support if we could have done it alone. 
it would be we done. done we yeah, be having true. this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But well, it's so hard. It's hard for us to recognize that we actually need the support because we are typically the support per- people or person for everyone else. Yeah. And that is one of my passions is making sure that that we have support. We yeah. don't like it. We're all in resistance. Like we don't like having to reach for that support. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we do not. I did the first weight loss stage and then um, the maintenance piece, I didn't do as well. And then life totally, you know, my son's finishing high school, moving into college. I found that incredibly stressful. Mm-hmm. He, he uh, was, we were just like wondering if he was going to graduate up until the last minute. So it's very stressful. <laughs> so but hard. It's so hard. I love the the actual weight loss portion I loved. I think it was so, um, it was easy because it was so really kind of prescriptive. It was simple. You know, here's what you can eat. You have options. But I liked, I really liked that. And um, it was moving into the maintenance. I didn't plan anything. <laughs> so that, was, uh, that was the easy part to uh, fall off the um, wagon there. But, uh, you know, Whatever I will, I will definitely be back. I've definitely changed the way I've eaten my eaten. Um, I'm not eating as much um, sugar as I was, and definitely not as much pasta, which was like a staple. So, um, and and that's the thing, Mary Sue. You've done a fantastic job. I mean, you followed it. You got in there. It is simple. It does take a couple of weeks, right? The first couple of weeks are hard. Yep. We're coming off of sugar. We're coming off of some carbs. Then we're moving into the fat loss piece, which is 40 days. And then we transition into testing items back in because whatever we're taking out, it's not gone forever. No. I know. One, you know, I just, I like, I went on vacation right away and started drinking margaritas. (laughs) Yeah. But skinny margaritas, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) They were skinny for my skinny friend that I was with. (laughs) Okay. um, You know, it is, it's a lot of planning. So, um, it can be. Yeah. So what is the most difficult thing that you find as a business owner? And um, Scale the Limit's been around for three years, I think you said the other day. It's recently you hit an anniversary, right? Yes. September 10th was our third year anniversary. Awesome. Very, very, very excited about that. Um, We have served over 300 women at this point because we do we do all of our stuff in small groups. And I'd say the hardest thing, and this is not my first business. This is actually my fourth business. Ah, And, And I also had a 17 year career in you know as a systems engineer Mm -hmm. so but i have been an entrepreneur all of my life in fact when i was six i sold golf balls back to the golfers that lost their balls so you know (laughs) (laughs) there's there's a lovely story in there but you know the hardest thing as a business owner really is that there's no map like you have to just you 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 are creating um a solution in the marketplace that nobody else has. Yeah. 
Even if you're a franchise, you still have to figure it out as a business owner. Like you might have, you know, your tools in place and you're given a lot of stuff, but nobody's there telling you like exactly what to do at every moment. Yes. And I actually have a couple, a couple of my clients are franchise owners um, and their franchises only focus on the collecting of names. You know, the mm-hmm. actual, that part of the, everything else, they may have recommendations on how to do it, but everything else is really up to them. And they have, you, neither one of them has any real nurture system. It's kind of, inter- it's very interesting wow. to me that you're paying that much money for a franchise <laughs> and you're still, you know, it's all on you. Yeah. And there's so many choices out there and choices aren't necessarily the best thing. That doesn't equal freedom. (laughs) No, no. Sometimes that's, you know, that paralyzes people. And sometimes I get stuck in that too. So yeah, I think the hardest thing is the, is the roadmap. And then also just as I know you work with a lot of solopreneurs Mm -hmm. and, and small business owners. And I think, you know, not, not having someone right there all the time next to you, like being able to bounce ideas off of it, it gets lonely and it gets kind of like, uh, like I have to make all these decisions by myself. Yes. Yeah. I think, you know, building your cadre of people that you kind of do that with. I have a couple people where we just have a regular check-in um, and it's really just to go over what we had, what we're thinking and just getting somebody else's perspective on it. <laughs> Yeah, I think the team is so important and team doesn't mean it doesn't have to be employees. Right. You know, team can be your network. It can be your, you know, where you're outsourcing to and it can be, you know, accountability partners like you're talking about. Yeah, or business coaches. But yeah, I am talking about accountability partners where it's just a mutual uh, agreement relationship. So what is something that your clients rave about with working with you? I think they really love my vulnerability because I walk the walk and not just talking it. Um, you know, I've lived this this weight loss journey. One of the reasons that I'm so passionate about it is because there's things that we can do like immediately to start, you know, increasing our health. And as soon as I figured that out and that there's a program out there, a way, I shouldn't even say there was a program, there's a way of eating that really works into your life and You know, sugar is such a huge part of our society today and our bodies need sugar, but we, but too much is, is really, you know, horrendous for us. Yeah. And so I, you know, getting back to actually answering the question and, and, you know, I'm passionate about helping women understand choices. It's all about choices. Yeah. And yeah I, I think I was drawn to it because I, I also related to your vulnerability. And I like that you had, um, I don't know, that you were not this, you know, giant faceless corporation of weight loss, <laughs> that you were a person. Um, yeah. And the cohort was also, the cohort model also really works. It's not, you know, you're there with a set group of people with all having the exact same experience and, um, goal through the cohorts you're really sharing um what's going on together instead of the model where it's like a drop-in sort of meeting where everyone's at a different point in their journey yeah and i think it's about grace and space it's it's not yes i'm i'm providing accountability but not 
like disciplining people. Right, right. You know, nobody's getting yelled at. And I think that my clients really appreciate that. They appreciate the grace and the space and the empathy and the compassion that comes with this journey. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Well, um, let's move into what your lead generation strategy is, because um, you are providing essentially weight loss you know, services which Mm -hmm. there is a huge industry. It's noisy. There are tons of other options out there, but you figured out how to be successful in your lead generation strategy as a business. And that's what I was hoping you could share with us how you do it, you know, how you got to where you are today with your lead generation. Um, So I don't know where you want to start with that. I thought it would be helpful to start with what you're doing today and sharing some of the the failures um, and successes that molded where you're, what you're doing today. Sure. Well, I mean, three years later, we've got the Sugar is the Devil cookbook as one of our lead generations. (laughs) I love that. We've got our website built out and very mature from a marketing standpoint where people get enough information that they understand that we're a diet and we're fun, but it's it's way more marketing than getting into like, this is the process and the systems, right? Mm-hmm. And it took me a long, as the systems girl, it took me a long time to figure out how to communicate benefits and the fun of yeah. it. Me too, I have that same like, problem. <laughs> this is how you do it, right? Yeah. Um, So the people that are like me are kind of annoyed at me because they're not getting the information they really want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, but it's marketing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But we we have this mature website out there and it's very calculated the way that we have gone and tested the different pieces out. And I don't mean calculated in an evil way. Right. But you, you've, you've tried different things and figured out what works best. Yes. That's what I've heard from other people is you just got to keep doing what works instead of trying a bunch of new things just because they're new. <laughs> yes. And so we started, we, we hit on a quiz. We decided to start doing a quiz. Like now today though, you know, the marketplace is very crowded with quizzes. I was right. actually just noticing the other day that all of my competitors all have quizzes too, but we were quizzing before they were. I just okay. like to mention this. <laughs> so do, do most people find you your website and then they take the quiz or are they finding the cookbook first and then coming to your website? Uh, well, see, this is where it's important to have a, a lot of lead gen out there, mm-hmm. right? Like there's got to be different points of awareness. So the cookbook is one area. The The quiz on its own is its own thing. Yeah. Um, we're really driving everybody into a call with me and pretty soon, hopefully my team. I'm awesome. excited about, you know, building out to that. But for now, it's, you know, it's still me. You're getting me on the call. Mm-hmm. But what we figured out was that um, most people need the information and they need to understand, like, where are they in their health journey? And is this going to work for them? And yes, you can look at the generic stuff that's out there and decide, like, hey, I'm going to try this diet. But you don't really know. Right. It's it's more reassuring to talk to somebody and especially somebody if you haven't heard, you know, scale the limit is getting out there, but it's not one of the big things that already has, you know, a huge reputation out there. 
yeah. unless you talk to one of our clients. Um, then, of course, you know, we, we have a very solid reputation out there, but we're still building that awareness. And so all all sales really lead through me. Mm-hmm. And so that's the whole point is let's put our lead gens out there that drive back to me. So is that the cookbook? There's, you know, in the cookbook, not only is it a lot of stories about kicking sugar to the curb, but it's also talks about our program and how it works. And, you know, I'd love you and to it's do got great recipes. It does. And they're simple, <laughs> Surprisingly right? good. You're like, uh, you know, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a skinny margarita in there. Yes, I haven't tried that one yet. <laughs> I would love for you to try that very soon. I'm going to give you an assignment. You must try a skinny right. margarita. <laughs> I think I did try the skinny mocha since I love mocha. Mm. That was really good. Yes. 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 We're, we are ripping off some other high sugar recipes all of the time and sharing those. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah, they're proven because people that like to eat have, you know, like these recipes. Yeah. They I'll tell it. you. I'll tell you what we're kind of working on is like the pumpkin spice latte. That's a little tricky though. It's a little tricky because it really does come with so much sugar, but (laughs) we're we're working on it. I would love to have that, uh, you know, reveal. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yes. So part of why I wanted to have you on the podcast is because of everyone I know, you do more driving of traffic to your lead generations. um, Mm -hmm. Whereas, I'm sure you do speaking too, but I think your main way is through ads where you're. So it it started off as networking Mm -hmm. and we have a really solid base of networking and speaking. Absolutely. Speaking is huge. And then once we had that solid um, process down and our system around that, then we started growing out from there. And absolutely. I would tell you that I get more, um, conversions through the ads than I do from anywhere else now. But wow. that's, that's by design. Right. And we've been working very hard on that for a couple of years. And I'm going to tell you that there was a lot of failures with that as well, like figuring out exactly what the right content is mm-hmm. to put in front of people and how to nurture them through even wanting to either take a quiz or get on a call. Because again, those are the two main things. The other thing that we didn't mention is that I've got a sugar detox. We used to run them live in a Facebook group and now I've moved them to automated. And I can Uh, tell you uh, that's actually one of my failures is that I I can't get the people into the detox um, in an automated fashion the same way that we got people excited from the live version. So I'm still okay, so working. You're saying on you can't that. transition people from the automated detox into your main program? No, what I'm saying oh. is I can't get people excited about doing an automated detox. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. So, even like though that there's a lot week, of automation behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if you know that I'm going to go on live, it's a lot of energy to do the live, right? Yeah. But I, you know, come on every day and, you know, talk a little bit. And then there's, of course, email support. And, um, you know, now there's videos, though, right? Now there's videos instead of going live. And I'm just saying, like, you know, one of my big failures so far, I've got to, I'm going to unlock this, we're going to figure this out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was one of our big lead gents was quarterly, we were doing 
uh, a seven day sugar detox and we were having prizes. We were giving prizes away every day for going through some of the, um, you know, doing some of the things that it took mm-hmm. to do the detox. And we, and again, it was all live and people were excited about it. And then I tried to transition that into an automated scenario that was evergreen. Right. Because instead of just doing it quarterly and it hasn't translated. Ah, so well, I'll have to share. With another. You. Yeah. One of my clients is hip harp, which I had mentioned before we started. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, she does a challenge uh, related to her, you know, playing harp and which is pretty neat, but she doesn't actually get on live every day, but it still operates like a challenge where it's everyone's getting on at the same time. And she reuses, you know, her content that she's posting in the Facebook group. So they still get that feeling of going through the challenge together. And then she does like a live Q and a one. I love that. Yeah. So I'll I'll share that uh, Facebook group because she, she's gotten like 500 people into this um, hip harp challenge, which had no idea there were that many people that love playing harp. That's that's amazing. So yeah, I'm gonna have to move to some kind of hybrid like methodology there. Um, but getting back to like what works, what works is I'm still out there networking, and I'm very specific now about where I'm networking and how I'm networking and where I'm speaking, and what time am I spending on that, and then how do the ads also play in right because like what i'm i it used to be almost 100 percent networking and referrals i mean that's how we started and right. i didn't have it we didn't have a quiz mm-hmm. you had to talk you know you had to talk to me right you know or or our team and um now we've moved more to i spend more of my time you know on calls all day long than i do the other things oh that's good Right. So we've got a really heavy flow coming through that quiz. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole nurturing sequence behind that. So as soon as you take the quiz on the screen, it says it depends on how you answer the the quiz. Right. If you've answered something that's not a very good fit, then we say that we say, you know, at this time, you know, we don't think we're a good fit for you. However, if these things change, then, you know, we'd love to see you back. Or, yes, you know, with this information, we think that you're a great fit and that this might be great. So, you know, we'd love for you to schedule a call so you can schedule it right after the quiz or now you're getting email and you're getting email. um, I just changed this up uh, like a month ago. So it's it used to be every two days you would get an email. Right. And now the first three emails, I think, come immediately, like one immediately. It's always been immediately. You get one immediately and then you get one for the next three days and then we spread it out for two. And it's a series of uh, six emails that used to be over 12 days and now it's like nine. Right. And then you get on the main list and then the main list, I write a fresh email every every week. And that's your nurturing, really. Yeah, that's that's how our nurturing goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we've got social media going on. Right. So that that shores up the nurturing as well. So we've got regular posts going out on Facebook and Facebook and Instagram are our two strongest platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, LinkedIn is barely got a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised because that's where, you know, ambitious women hang out. They are, but is that where you're looking for weight loss? 
I know. No. Is that where you want to connect about weight loss? So that is not where I want to be sharing about my weight loss journey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yes. So how long does it generally take from when they take a quiz to becoming a client? Do you have kind of a sense that it's like six months, three months? You know what? I haven't I haven't done the analysis behind that, like as far as like what percentage of people have. Um I have what I have data on is like how much how my calls convert, like yeah, what's my well, conversion rate and how many people. Yeah. How many people do I need to have on my schedule? Like I can tell you right now, if you th- you're thinking like, oh, Karen's doing calls like that's easy. Uh, well, 50 percent of the people don't answer. Like I tell wow, you that yeah. right off the bat, 50 percent. So I always have other work to do while I have calls scheduled. Like I always am double booked on purpose because I never know. Like I could have a day where nobody answers. Right. right? And then I'm just sitting around like with, you know, 25 <laughs> minutes in between because they're, ha- you know, they're 20 minute calls, but I schedule a half an hour for each. Right. right. Um, and then there's days where everybody sorry. answers. That's great. <laughs> and I'm like, you're like I'm, I'm trying to get something done. <laughs> Right. Well, and and then so 50% do answer. So what is your conversion rate on those conversations? So before COVID, it was 70%. Wow. After COVID, it's less. Mm -hmm. (laughs) During COVID. And the reason is, is that people have like, they have the idea that they know, and they want to lose weight. And then they get into the reality of like having to actually sign up for a program. And there's just so many people languishing right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're going to continue to languish for a while. I tell you that my fall has gotten a lot better. Um, I'm not back. I'm not back up to 70% conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm very curious to see how the holiday season goes because of course that's when everybody rallies and they're like, okay, January 1st. I mean, that's my Super Bowl of weight loss is what I call it. Right. Well, um, and I know like my husband's company, they're still virtual. Um, so you can still sit there in your yoga pants. There's no major drive to get back into your uh, business. pants. <laughs> well, exactly. Next year they're going to be back in person. Yes. So there's a lot of things that are colliding right now Mm -hmm. um, as far as 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 those decisions. And, you know, I'm not immune to to having, you know, COVID affect my business. It just has. And it's all emotional. Right. Of course it is. But it's an emotional decision to decide to lose weight. Yeah. And is it because of health reasons? Like what's driving it? Is it? Is it your health reasons? Because there's a ton of health benefits. And that's the other thing that when we we talk about my ads, you know, I started off with one really solid ad that had uh, testimonials in it. And it was very, you know, it was upbeat and it was exciting. And then um, I've I've moved off into we still have that. That's one of our core ads, by the way. But now I've got like eight to 10 ads running at the same time and in sort of different sequences. Um, I think it's a little bit random. Like it depends what group you're in. Right. Because we're highly targeted. Right. And we've gotten into understanding what our target markets are and splitting them off. And then once you've seen something kind of taking you on a journey of seeing some more. But I've got areas where like, is diabetes a thing? Is inflammation a thing? 
um, and using some of the stories have been the most effective mm-hmm. um, way. Well, and just what you're saying with the ads is that it's not one ad that somebody sees and then they sign up. It's the, no. um, the ads, it's learning that you're interested in the ad by whatever interaction you make with that ad. And then it's serving up more ads related to that. So they're, they're seeing yeah. multiple times before they click on the lead generation link to sign up for your. Yes. And honestly, I haven't personally dug into the details of like how many people are seeing like the same ad at the, you know, at the same time. And like, what's that nurturing process? Like I can't, that is not the thing that I am managing. I have, you know, a company, a team that is managing that at this point. Uh, Cause it's too much. Like I said, I started out with one ad Yeah, <laughs> and I even had help with that because ads are not my strength. I I learned very quickly that ads are not my strength. Like, yes, I'm very system oriented and I can understand a lot of technology, but I will tell you Facebook in general is not, it's just not an easy process to. Yeah. uh, That's what I've heard. It is a whole career into itself. So if there's a a lot of money, if you're playing with it and don't know what you're doing. Yes. Um, Yeah. So one of my tips is, you know, interview partners that really do have that strength. But I will also tell you that I've hired some really horrible people and they're not they're not personally horrible. They just weren't right for my business and the system and the way that I needed to be set up. Mm. And so sometimes, you know, finding that match takes a while as well. And that was the case for me. It took me an entire year to figure out. Um, who I needed to work with. And then we did it in steps. Yeah. Well, and you kept with it because you saw it as, you know, a benefit, an important component of your lead generation was the ads part. You had to figure it out, right? Yeah, it's vital. Like I can't grow. I cannot, I mean, I I can only network so much. Right. (laughs) Right. So I have to have some other kind of reach going on. Mm-hmm. Right. And social media is is kind of like hit or miss for this as well, because there's no necessarily like a way to tell when people are like ready to lose weight. So like it's like the perfect time to engage with them. I mean, yes, I have the Super Bowl of weight loss. OK, January, <laughs> clearly, you know, is is my time. But also, as you mentioned before, I'm in a highly competitive market. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be able to differentiate yourself, which I think you do, but it is just noisy. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's see. Um, any other kind of lessons learned that related to your lead generation process before we jump into kind of the behind the scenes part, the tools that you're using? Start, start where you are with the resources that you have. So start with your own network Right. And then decide kind of where you want to learn and what types of, you know, what what area of the market, like what's your target market, like really understanding who your target market is and where they live and where they shop and what they care about is so important. Right. So if you don't have that, then you're definitely all over the place with your lead gen because like everybody is not your client and you are the brand. I don't even care what you're selling. You are the brand. So you have to really put yourself squarely in the front. And this is something that I didn't really want to do. 
I, I really didn't want me to be the brand. I was like, why can't it be the quality of the service that we're delivering? Why can't it be, you know, the quality of the, the quality that we're putting out there in the world? But people don't do business with businesses. People do businesses with you. Yeah. So decide how you want to show up in the world because that's what people are really attracted to. And who are your people? Those are the two things that I think you've got to know. And then you start where you are and you start testing out different things. And again, there is no roadmap for this. Yes, there's business coaches out there and I've been one of them and I am one of them, you know, that can give you some guidance and like, here's what I've seen works and here's what I've seen, you know, doesn't work. But I've also seen people kind of put together their own thing and I never thought that was going to work and it's perfect (laughs) for them. Right. It is perfect for them. Right. So remember that you're building your own roadmap. And yes, you can leverage the information that's out there and what other people have found successful. Yeah. But it's it's you. So I think that's the the strongest thing I can tell you. Yeah, I agree. And I I just want to reiterate your focus on what your kind of lead gen outcome or your goal is to get them on a call with you. Even though you have a bunch of lead magnets, the funnel is coming into a meeting with you um, which goes to people do business with people. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is being new in a market, uh, that is so well established, you know, in weight loss, it's, uh, it's one of the oldest professions. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be explicit now? <laughs> no, uh, you know, it's, it's been a lot, it's been around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And so it's very mature and very well established. And, um, you know, you have to set yourself apart. But in, in order to do that, you have to gain trust. And it's something that like, at least our program, because you have to invest not only financially and make a commitment that way, but you have to invest your time and your emotional energy into our program. It's not something where you're going to watch one ad and be like, oh, I want that. Right. You know, it's more like, oh, I'm interested. It's a, that's intriguing. I heard something. I heard something in that that feels different that I want to explore. So you, I have to give them the opportunity to explore through a sales nurturing process. If you're selling potato chips or candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fast. <laughs> right. Everybody, everybody knows what that tastes like. And they're like, ooh, different flavor. So that can happen, you know, very quickly. That that buyer's journey is very quick. If you're doing financial services where you you're asking people to give you their life savings to manage, that's high trust. Yeah. So you have to really look at like where you're at. What what is your business? Where are you in the market and what's it going to take? I know that I need multiple, multiple touches. And so it's hard for me to track, though. Did you see an ad first? Did you see, you know, my social media? Did it come across? Did you hear a friend talking about this? Did like it go? It's all over the place. But it's, you know, I know that it's all these little touches. Yeah. And it's like that for a lot of businesses. Yep. M- me too. You have to have multiple ways for people to get to know you. Well, so, I mean, yep. I can tell you that one, you know, one exciting client came on and I didn't know where she came from. She didn't have a call with me. And then I went back and I looked because my systems can show me what the interactions are. Mm-hmm. Right. And I basically saw that within two hours, she, she must have, she hit an ad, which then hit 
the quiz, which then led her to spend about an hour and a half, two hours on our site watching videos. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure that she went out to social media and was looking at our content out there and then signed up. Wow. She was ready. She was ready. (laughs) I also realized, though, in looking at her social media profile that she's done everything. Ah. So when you have somebody that's tried everything on the market and wants to continue to explore, then they're more willing to just try. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was- you had all of those assets out there for her to do her research so that she could make yeah. a decision herself. Yeah. And it was exciting. It was exciting that I saw that, you know, <laughs> because uh- you have tools. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about them. <laughs> Yeah. So doing lead generation, as you're talking, um, you are doing ads, but they're all funneling into some sort of a system. So um, some are scheduling an appointment. So you obviously have an online appointment scheduler, but probably many are first doing um, like a quiz or something where they're just giving you their email. Yes. So what the the quiz comes with their email? Like you can't do the quiz. Right. Well, you can do it. You're not going to get the result. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So what, what tools are you using um, to support all that? So I, last year I consolidated to one tool, Kartra. Mm-hmm. So I used to have a bunch of different disparate tools out there. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, what can I find on the market? And remember, I'm a techie. So I did a lot of research and I did the trades and I realized that Kartra was um, really inexpensive compared to having to buy all these separate tools. Yeah. And also hodgepodge. It it is. It it really is. It's it provides a little bit of everything, but nothing like top of the market. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the trades that I had. Like I knew that I was going to get everything in one place, but it wasn't, it wasn't going to be absolutely awesome. It was going to work at, at at least a basic level. Um, and so it, I actually, it didn't have a quiz capability. Now it does. And I have to actually go back and redo my quiz, but everybody was asking for that. I had to manipulate it. My team actually figured out how to manipulate Kartra to make it into a quiz scenario Ah. using different forms. We didn't have to code, but we were able to really manipulate what was in there and make this work for us. It took a minute though. Um, now they actually have the quiz thing and I haven't gone, I haven't taken the time because my thing is working right now. Right. right so yeah, if it's why, not broke, why, why fix it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be a little bit smoother. I will tell you that the results page takes sometimes 30 seconds to load up mm. because it has to go back and do all the tagging in the back to show the page, to right. show the right results page. And sometimes that gets hung up for people. Right. They're, they're, they're now their quiz functionality it shouldn't be doing that at all right they right. would have fixed that but i will tell you so so it it holds my membership my membership site right so i i was able to go off of an email system how i was delivering it so i was using youtube and i was using uh, an email delivery system to deliver the content every week so we we have uh, weekly coaching calls and then i record them and i used to send them out now I just put them in the member site. This member site also gave me the opportunity to have, I have 27 pre-recorded videos in there and they unlock week by week. So Mary Sue,
to, you're really busy, you don't have time for the call this week, but you need the information for that week, you can get it in like six minutes or 10 minutes of your time because I'm just giving you the dose of like what's really important, right? right? Versus being on a call for 20 minutes or a half an hour or 45 or whatever the conversation is. So you can watch the replay, I load it up in there, or you can, you know. Well, uh, in the way that your program works, you can't be l- listening to week four if you haven't actually done week two and three. Yes. So, uh, yeah, the locking is important for that kind of a program. It really is, because if you skip ahead, you're going to be super confused and it's not going right. to work. Um, so, but it, I was really, I was going, I was moving to that model anyway. I needed a membership site. And that's actually why I decided on Kartra, because the membership site that they offer, it was basic. It was everything that I needed. It was basic enough or it was mature enough that I knew that that was going to work. And that alone, the cost of that was um, like, okay, I'm going to put up with some of the other stuff that that's not as mm-hmm. smooth of a transition. The one thing though, that is lagging from, so I do all my email nurturing in Kartra. Mm-hmm. I'll get to the lagging thing. I've got the member site. Um, I have my quiz in there and it is also my website. I moved okay. all of the web stuff over to Kartra as well. I will tell you that that's not awesome for SEO. I didn't realize that that was going to be the case. So I have now traded off some really strong SEO that I'm missing uh, yeah. because of that. Yeah. And I'm deciding whether what I want to do. Do I want to go back? Uh, I also need to have um, a web service in place because Kartra is not a web host. They they allow landing pages essentially that can be web websites, which is what uh, how I'm using it. But I still have to point. If you want to get geeky about this, I have to point my scalethelimit.com from my provider, my actual host. And I'm repointing it and homing it to essentially. Yes. Which gives a little bit of delay in the system. But what it really does is that it doesn't give me the organic SEO that I would like to have because it gets locked up in cartridge system. Right. Right. If that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there are always (laughs) trade-offs and um, I do agree with you that an all-in-one tool has a lot of benefits on um, just being it's, it's all in one. There's one support team, one place to learn how to use it. You know, the way it works is yes. consistent. So you're not having to learn a bunch of different ways of, of using a tool. Um, but it is not going to always be the best of breed in each of the categories that um, uh, for the tools themselves. Absolutely not. But the thing that I'm counting on is that there's some really high powered uh, marketers that back this and they're continually to continually evolving. Yeah. I think they've been in business for uh, about four years now Mm -hmm. and they're continuing to evolve. I'll tell you what. uh, I wasn't happy with the calendar, so I don't use I, I use Calendly. Okay. And I am able to integrate it together. Sort mm-hmm. of. It's sort. It's a little kludgy, honestly. That's a technical term, kludgy. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm able to to connect Calendly to my ads, so I have tracking that way. But I don't have clean tracking between who went into Calendly and who took the quiz. 
Ah, so okay. meaning that somebody could get into my system, they could just immediately schedule a call and I wouldn't have them on my list. That's what that really means. Because gotcha. if you don't take the quiz, you're not on my list unless I manually put you on my list. Ah, <laughs> that makes sense. I probably came in that way because I met you through networking. So I, I don't Possibly. recall taking your quiz personally. Right. But, <clears throat> yeah. And a lot of people do. But see, now you get into the system, though, when you sign up. Yeah. And, yeah. and most people, right. So most people aren't having a call and then not signing up typically. Yeah. yeah. Or that they would have a call and then, and then really wait to sign up. If, if I've seen them, you know, in person, like if you're skipping the quiz, it's not a lot. <laughs> like I know that leakage there, right. It, yeah. of, of needing that nurturing. It's just a different nurture because if you, if I'm like, yeah, you know, let's have a call. By the way, you probably didn't even sign up for a call. You and I probably just scheduled a call. Yeah, probably. I don't think I use Calendly or anything. Outside yeah. of my system. So I think you hit my system when you signed up. Yeah, I think so. I don't think I was on any newsletters or anything like that. Right. But what does that mean? That means that the networking, my networking processes are working because I know you're interested. So I'm going to be following up with you. It's not automated. Right. Well, you have had other tools other than Kartra. And oh yeah. What what really was the big reason you decided to move? Was it that they were just getting too finicky in all these different tools and it was its own problem to connect them all? So I was one of the early adopters of Infusionsoft, which is now called Keep. Mm-hmm. And they're they're very it's very techy. I actually needed engineering help to be able to like even set it up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was barely able to run it myself. And on top of that, what I didn't like is that I was getting killed with all these other subscriptions. So I needed, I either needed plugins or I needed, you know, in order to do what I want, it had, it's great. It works very, very well for like the core areas that, you know, it does. But if you want better landing pages, it just wasn't there then. I, I know they've upgraded at this point and they probably have a much smoother, they're more competitive than they used to be. Um, but because they were one of the first to market, they've become what's called the behemoth. And right. it was very heavy, you know, it was very heavy on custom code. And that also made it not very user friendly. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. So, but let's back up a little bit. So, yes, I had Infusionsoft and then I had all this other stuff. And I was originally running off of when we first set Scale the Limit up, I was running off of Infusionsoft, which then in the process there became Keep. I was using Calendly. I had Typeform for the quiz. Mm -hmm. I had WordPress. Mm -hmm. That is a lot of stuff to manage. Yeah. (laughs) Especially if you're doing it yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, a- across the board. Oh, and then let's not forget my call system is Grasshopper. Oh, yeah. I like Grasshopper. I really like <laughs> Grasshopper. And then, of course, you know, I have Canva. That's another one of my tools. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. I have to have graphics, but I still have Canva. It's not like I don't, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have that functionality. And at some point, I'll move my calendar over to Kartra as well when they get yeah, a little bit get better. better. Yeah. <laughs> And they're working on it. They've already done an upgrade to it, but it hasn't, I haven't looked at it enough to know if it's to my satisfaction, but it's not worth it to me to disrupt my system just to save a little bit of money on, you know, whatever it costs me for Calendly right now. 
which is a lot. Right. And, you know, you already know you have a small leak, but it's not a big deal with your, because a lot of people, a lot of my clients come to me and they have giant leaks. They're not connecting any of those dots. And so it's a huge problem. Whereas when you do have it in one, one or the majority of your tools are in one system, it makes it less likely that you're going to have these leaks of people that you're not getting onto your mailing list and you're not nurturing. (laughs) Yep. But you don't even need these big tools to start. It really depends on your requirements. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've helped people with MailChimp and that's the only tool that they're really using. And then they have like a website and MailChimp or, you know, I actually started one of my businesses with AWeber. Yeah. I agree. Um, I don't think, I think if you're new to business, you should be starting more organically, like what tool do you actually need? <laughs> well, I think you need to start, you got to look at what your needs are. And, and you know, in, in the uh, systems engineering world, it's called requirements. <laughs> so I'm always looking at like, what are the requirements and, and always do it manually first. Like you yeah, don't I agree. You know, Use your Gmail, use your Yahoo mail, use, you know, your, use your Microsoft mail. Yeah. Use a spreadsheet, like whatever it is. I mean, until you have too many clients that you can't manage, you actually don't need like higher level technology. I agree. Well, and you know, I find the, um, for my clients, the ones that are most successful moving into automation are the ones that already have systems in place that they're mostly, they may be totally manual or they're at least slightly um, automated and, but they have a very clear system that they want to move into automation. So it makes it much easier than someone that is all over the place. Yeah. I find the biggest mistake that business owners make is that they get kind of, you know, they see a squirrel, a shiny object as it were. And they're like, Oh, I need that shiny object technology. And then they have, then they're like, okay, well, like now you have it, but your business processes don't support that technology at all, which means that technology does not support your business processes. And if you don't know what your business processes are first, then you're going to have a mismatch. And now you're going to have to, what are you going to do? You either get rid of that technology and find a technology that supports your business process, or you're going to start bending your business process to make the technology work, which is horrible, by the way. I agree. (laughs) I agree. I I always know those people because they're like, well, what about this new thing? What about this new thing? And they will ping me about new tools all the time. And it's like, why don't you just use the one that you have? (laughs) Start yes. sending email. Everyone want you know that <laughs> the uh, new shiny object is not going to help you nurture your clients any better than the tools you already have. It, it really doesn't. And if you're not prepared to do the research and understand like what what you need and and run these things yourself, then the best favor you can do for yourself is hire Mary Sue. <laughs> I mean, just straight out. I love what you're doing. I love your system. If I wasn't using my own system, I would totally be using yours. Yeah, I know. We we, we um, met too late for that. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, I like I like seeing how other people set up their systems and use them, and um, you know, so and we are we believe the same thing, and just have using uh, different tools. So, thank you very much. Well, yeah. Uh, I have loved this conversation. I appreciate you like getting down and dirty and showing us behind the scenes of your leading generation and how you got there. 
how can listeners stay in touch with you? Well, they're always welcome to come to scalethelimit.com. <laughs> take the quiz. And take the quiz if you'd like. No, if you're if you're interested in weight loss and you want to know more, um, I would love for you to take the quiz or even schedule a call. You can leak out. I'll let you leak out of my list. <laughs> well, and you have a new book that's coming out, right? Yes, I'm so excited about this. It is called Survival to Self-Care, and it talks all about those generational bad habits that we've developed from our families mm-hmm. um, that have really created limiting beliefs for us and how do we break out of them. So if you're somebody that finds yourself <clears throat> excuse me, in the same situation consistently on some kind of cycle, then there's probably a root cause that is in your belief system that you can change. Like you're the one perpetuating it now as an adult and actually teaching it to my kids. Yep. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And let me like, so perfectionism is one of them is one of the ones that so we go through step by step the ones that I've uncovered in this because I didn't even realize how much I was living in survival. I was really surviving and not taking care of myself and not being proactive about changing my situation for for way, way too long. And so this is the culmination. This book is the culmination of everything that I've learned in the last like, I want to say like 12 years, 11, 12 years. And it took my daughter, who is a little mirror of me right there (laughs) up there in my face to realize like, hey, I don't want to teach you this crap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I just don't. But I'm not even sure the crap that I'm teaching you. And so I went on this whole transformation journey and I started to uncover that there's these cycles that were just passed down through my family. And because I'm the systems girl, I take you through step by step how I was able to break them and how you can you can identify your own. I mean, some of mine might be yours because yeah. perfection. I, is I look forward disease. to that because I am. I know I have them, but I wouldn't say that I'm very aware <laughs> what they are and identifying them is the first step actually and it's it's it can be slow so yep i got a seven step process that we go through it definitely is not linear we're kind of bouncing back and forth between different things but if you're interested in feeling better and even just being more aware of what's going on you know the cycles in your family whether that relates to weight loss or whether that's you know you're a workaholic maybe for a reason what is that <laughs> you know what is that cycle yeah. <laughs> and what What's underneath that? It's really about like if you're working too much or you're playing too much or, you know, you're doing anything too much. There's something underneath that at the root that is causing that uh, like you to fill that space of discomfort with that thing. And that's what we explore. Awesome. Well, I look forward to that. Um, reading it. Any And where should people go to on social media to find you? What's your favorite? We're at, well, we love Facebook and we love Instagram and we're at Scale the Limits. Mm-hmm. If you want to find me personally, I'm at Karen Q. Um, <laughs> you're welcome to right. look me up there, though. But I'll tell you that I am personally not as active as my business is. So <laughs> if you want a lot of business fun. Yeah, all my reels are on the business side, which are really, <laughs> I think, silly and super fun. <laughs> 
they are cute. Gotta, I've seen them. <laughs> you got to get to see me in a different light. And if you're looking for that book, you will be able to get it through my website at scalalimit.com. It'll probably be a slash a book. It is out for the holiday season. So it is coming soon. And I know pre-sales are starting very soon as well. Scalethelimit.com is where you can find that. Awesome. Thank you. Well, yeah. I, I loved this episode of Lunch and Legion. Um, and for the listeners, please visit luncheonlegion.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic freebie as well. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.